Flying some of those Lucas Oil colors, it's our Errol McLaren team with IndyCar Series. And Alexander Rossi got himself a top five in Detroit. We forgot to – well, we didn't forget. We didn't have a chance to run this interview last week, but we're going to now. Crasher and I had a chance to catch up with Alexander Rossi just prior to the Indy 500. Didn't talk a whole lot of racing. Talked about blasting out. Okay. Kids. You'll be happy to know it's Alexander Rossi here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks has accumulated over the last 23 years as we get Alexander Rossi's PR person to hold the freaking camera. I'm going to be asking Rossi to be babysitting my nine-year-old daughter over there. And I'm sorry I had to drop that on you in front of a nine-year-old going, when's Alexander Rossi going to procreate and drop some kids out here? Have you thought about Yeah, I did. Have you and your... You're not married yet, right? Engaged. Okay, you're engaged. Have you and your future wife talked about when you start blasting out babies? Blasting out babies. <laughs> um, I, think she's, I think she's mentioned it. I know she's mentioned it. But, like, we're good for, for now. I've, I've got time. Dude, I'm about to run the Indy 500. I'm not worried about broke. Honestly, not all of us are as old as you. So, like. It it took Rossi 15 years to finally get a dig on me. I'm going, where has it been, man? How do you separate family life from racing? You're not married. You don't have any kids. Unlike a lot of those other older drivers. Is that even an issue with your future wife about maybe you got to stay home. I've got to focus on racing or it's like. Come on and be a part of this. I honestly don't think it it matters. You know, there's there's so much. Yes, it's busy, but like as racing drivers, like your only job when you're not at the racetrack is like to go to the gym. Like, and that's about it. So if you can't have time to like feed or change your baby, I don't really know what you're doing because <laughs> it's like we don't have a nine to five. I'm gonna be honest with you. So um, I think it's actually one of the best professions ever to if you're gonna have a family. I do think that certainly on race weekends, it's you know, being very good friends with, with Ryan Hunter Ray and, and Joseph and having a screaming baby is tough when you're trying to sleep and everything. But aside from that, um, I think it's very possible. You just dropped a few names there. Who would be the driver you would go to for best babysitting duties? You know, when this does become a part of your future. Not Connor. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably people that have had children. Tony, Lauren. Yeah. No, And they're teammates with you this month. So yeah, and they've got a lot of experience. I will say Kyle Busch specifically, if we're going to keep this in the Lucas Oil family here, Kyle Busch did not have his newborn out at California Speedway and he won that event weekend just what, this past February. So yeah, it was because of the screaminess going on. So there is that. Well, there you go. I mean, I know that Ryan would always tell me like he didn't he didn't hate Tess because he actually got a full night's sleep like when he when he'd be away from the house. But uh, yeah, I think it's um, it's I think the the perception of like oh if you if you have a kid or a family like you're gonna start slowing down or something like that. I think that's that's very antiquated, and I think plenty of people have have proven that wrong. So um, I think when you and whoever you're with are ready, you can go have kids. It's fine. I'm loving. The 2023 Alexander Rossi. I mean, we talked with you about this a couple of months ago, but this whole new you of just being so chill or seemingly so chill with us in the media, we've driven you crazy for many, many years. What is this? Is this the marriage coming up? Is this just you being so much more advanced in racing and just kind of realizing what's important in life? It's a lot of good acting lessons, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think uh, being a part of Errol McLaren, like you are, you're forced to like, get comfortable in front of a camera and, and doing things you 
probably wouldn't usually do by choice. Um, so I think that coupled with just the, the atmosphere that exists at the organization and, and how happy everyone is to just show up at the race weekends and compete for wins. And, um, you know, you have the group and the people to do it. And, and that just makes everything else easier. The happiness comes from knowing that you have a chance because honestly, there's still a crap ton of work that goes on behind the scenes that is hours upon hours that just drains you happy or not. Yeah, I don't know that it's happy that you have a chance. I think it's just it's it's again, it's, it's it all comes down to the people and, and the atmosphere. And, um, you know, this team is very people focused and working on extracting the best out of people and, and who they are as individuals. And it doesn't have to they don't have to conform to anything. It's it's how do we pull out, you know, the skill set from personality A versus personality X. And um, I think that that's what's so, so cool about the team and, and the way that, that Gavin and Brian have, have kind of developed it. And I think that that, you know, ultimately there's no quantifiable thing to it, but it, it relates to performance. You know, you look at the fact that we added a third car this year, had a fourth for the 500, we're hiring people up until like a month and a half ago and had a better qualifying average than Ship Ganassi Racing. I think that's a testament and that's really all you need to say. Well, before we get back to the serious guy, I need to know, you really have never peed in your fire suit? Here, let me go, let me back up just a little bit because I used to work with a couple of IndyCar teams in the late 90s. It used to be a rookie orientation for crew members. Yes, Mark Blundell, I'm talking about you, that as the car would come back to the garage, the driver would, you know, drip a little bit in there and then the new crew member had to sit in it. You've never done that? I certainly haven't, but someone over my shoulder um, has. And, uh, but like, it's it's hard to like... It's hard to pee yourself. Like, I, Wait, because you get dehydrated or what? No, just like, it's hard. I challenge you to do it. Do it right now. It's hard. Dude, I've so done it. Oh, well, <laughs> when you have evidently. Copy. Yeah. Understood. You'll learn the word Kegel soon enough, and, you're, and you'll be a better man for it. Right. Oh, yeah. That's from Yes, you're right. <laughs> turn the camera over here. She's dying. Turn the camera, turn the camera over there. She's, see, when people... Again, Rossi, we've been doing this for 23 years, but people are still amazed at some of the kind of conversations that we have. But I think you're pulling it off nicely. I'm amazed. But here we are. Still going. Still recording. When you have a seven thousandths of a second that is determined between you making the race and not making the race, you a guy that spent some time in the car, okay, your entire life. Can you even fathom? You can see the pictures that it's not even a, a blink isn't even that long. Where did you pick up that seven thousands? Is it the driver? Is it the technological development? Where the hell is it? It's, it's in any number of factors. When it's that small of a margin, it can be anything, right? It, it can be a gust of wind. It can be a, a slow shift. It can be, and it can be anything. Um, and it's it's almost worse to lose out on a pole or lose out, in Graham's case, the way that he did when it's that small of a margin, because it's like again, it can be any number of things. When it's it's almost easier when it's a big margin, because it's like well, there's literally nothing I could have done to overcome that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the fastest field in Indy 500 history. It's the the tightest front row in Indy 500 history. So it's going to be an amazing race, a uh, hard one to win. And, and hopefully uh, Sunday can be our day to get number two. Alexander Rossi here in the Freak Nation just prior to the Indy 500. Not a whole lot of racing discussed in that conversation. 